and we're live with Back to the Future Fantasy Baseball. I am your host, Tom Steinman, owner of the Montreal Expos. Today with me, I have finally the commissioner, the owner of the Houston, not Houston, is it Houston? Oh yeah, it's Houston. Houston, okay, Colt 45. I knew it was a Colt 45, I was like, is it Texas? Houston? You should know that. Um, welcome. Thanks for having me. It's a yeah. pleasure to be here finally. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm sure we've talked a lot about you and the rules and how the trains, you've heard the history episode with uh, Victor. Oh, yeah. So that's interesting uh, for the whole league. Um, if you are new to this up uh, to this podcast, uh, so this is about uh, our league uh, that we've been in for about now. Now it's been like 10 years and it's slowly formulated into this huge thing that uh, wraps around our entire lives almost. Um, and it's, I think it's the best league ever. Like, it's hard for me to even put some time in my other league that I finally, cause usually I just do one league and it's, I'm just finding hard time, you know, putting time into the other league and I'm struggling for it, you know? Uh, oh yeah, I totally understand. I mean, when you're playing for this highest stakes, I mean, it, it's hard to, to get up for anything else. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. If you, uh, playing poker or something like that, like the $10 buy-in tournament, I'm not going to do it. Like it doesn't do anything for me anymore it's almost been like ruined i guess oh, yeah. for the fun of it so it's funny um, we used to take it re- really seriously when we used to play for you know a hundred dollars a person yeah yeah for sure uh but it was our main league and it was yeah so yeah. um but the stakes are a little bit higher um if you are not playing in this type of league please reach out to me and ask questions on how you could start your own league um we have now because a lot of times in leagues teams at the bottom just like stop playing oh yeah right that's a that's a big problem i mean you've been a commissioner for football and baseball so you've been a commissioner now for a decade yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been i've ordered a lot of draft kits from bruno yeah 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 they've (laughs) got a lot of money i'm Uh, a vip client yes and every year they get bigger the draft board yeah oh yeah yeah better prints oh that's the way they get you and buying a new stand yeah Okay. Just make all the, you know, our labels are 35% bigger than last year. You seriously probably know all the marketing schemes and like what, where to get stuff from because you run every draft. It's a lot of organization, a lot of work to do on your end. And you cook oftentimes, getting the food. Uh, It's really appreciated. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You guys are too kind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's all you're going to hear from, you know, enjoy it. Today's, uh, so in our league, you can't. Uh, once the league starts, you cannot trade or auction any players for the first four weeks. I know you've heard other guys ask <laughs> yes. why about that. Do you want to talk about it? Like, uh, well, I mean, pretty much everything in our 13-page constitution has a backstory behind it. Pretty much every clause. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we can't trade in the first four weeks. That 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 kind of started. Uh, I forgot what year it was, but it might have been our first year of doing an auction. When you and Cooley did yeah. that, tried to attempted to do a trade about twenty within twenty four hours of the auction. Yeah, and we were roommates. That's what people, are, one person's claiming. Yeah, but I could tell you that I was. I mean, I came. Cooley would often come to you with the trade. Oh yeah, and so it wasn't like me trying to like Cooley. I need this. He he came to me, but whatever. Yeah, you, you had an excess of shortstops. Yes. And yes. Cooley needed a shortstop. Everybody needed a shortstop. And just kind of funny, I mean, you guys are kind of looking at each other probably during the draft, like, hey, hey, you know, hit me up later. I, was, <laughs> I felt like I could trade to anybody. That's what I felt like. Yeah. I had all the power. Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> uh, those. That's what I aim for. Um, but yeah, so, but we don't have really too much of an issue with guys 
bottoming out or like giving up. They're usually pretty involved, still trying to get better, even if it's for like the future and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, being that we're in a dynasty, well, a keeper league that's kind of like a dynasty league and that we play for a toilet bowl that, you know, is usually at least a thousand units, dollars, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, For sure. No, but the toilet bowl is huge. Like, cause you're still, yeah, playing for a thousand. Like that's some more that be a win right there for some teams. That's as much as some leagues play for. Yeah. so. So. It's a huge, huge game to, you know, try to go for. Uh, and there's buys even for that. So even to try to get, like, the, what, uh, seventh and eighth place to get the buy to get the advantage, tiebreakers. So everything still matters. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, let's go to the league. Uh, before we go into the matchups, uh, like we thought, I think the East is pretty dominant. Uh, I don't know if you've been following, but Gabe's in first. 19-10 before this week, and it looks like he's probably going to have another pretty good week this week, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I have Gabe as – I like to, you know, look at the stats, even though I know we play head-to-head and, you know, it, you can't look at it as a Roto League. I still like to compute our Roto numbers mm-hmm. just to kind of get an idea of, mm-hmm. you know, how everybody is pitching, hitting. And Gabe's definitely so far been the, the best team if we were in a Roto League. Okay. That's so good to know. It's good to know. So the stats are backing it up. It's not just scheduling, you know. He's just gotten lucky or something like that. He's putting up the numbers across the board. That's pretty. I did not know that. So that's good. Good information to know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pretty much uh, across the board, he's top four. It looks like in all the hitting categories, and he's top four in two of the pitching categories. But the two pitching categories are ERA and WHIP. Okay. So he he doesn't really have a lot of quantity. Yeah. With his pitching. Yeah, but you know, he's he's he, to give you a, uh, he's bottom four in quality starts, K's, and saves. Yeah. So. That might be something he needs to address a little down the road, but no, he's definitely off to a great start. Yeah. Yeah. I think every team has something a little, you know, no one's at the competitive level that the teams finished last year, but that takes a whole season of making maneuvers and yeah. getting better. Uh, it's still early. Yeah. And, and, you know, like you said, the, the trade window just opened, is going to open up tomorrow. So yeah. Yeah. you're going to see a lot of uh, a shift in the, you know, the best yeah. players in the league and closers and, you know. You could never predict. You could never, never. ever predict never. what could happen. Because you never know who's talking behind, you know, and then just, uh, oh, okay, like a deal, then a deal oh, happens. Yeah. yeah, one minute you're just sitting there and Sunday with your family and then a trade comes through and then the whole yeah. league's at war. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> By the next day, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it goes. Uh, Again, you know, the, the highest stakes, it just the emotions sometimes run high. But what I love about our league is that we seem to keep it, we do pretty well at keeping it contained within the league. Yes. You know, we're, we're kind of like the show of the league. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're just like within our own little world here, anything kind of goes. But, you know, we try not to take it personally, even though it's sometimes it's spilled over. Yes, unfortunately, yes it but, has. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess that's. <laughs> That's what I don't know. That's what happens. Yeah. At the same time, you know, you know, it is understandable because it is a lot of money too. At the same yeah. time. So. Yeah. So we just want it to be fair. You know, no one wants to feel like they're ever feeling like they're being cheated. Yeah. Um, which is understandable. Uh, and it's easy. I know I have in the past, like taking things personal and really not seeing like an outside perspective. And it's easy to get emotional and feel like you're being targeted. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I'm sure you've learned a lot of patience, like in being a commissioner. Like, is this on your resume? <laughs> like would you I, w- I wish I mean, it's kind of like a part-time job <laughs> uh i mean the the same as what you just said i mean i i look back at some of these message board posts before i was the commissioner especially <laughs> and i can't believe that was the same person i mean i used to get as heated and riled up as everyone so 
anyone that's listening to this that was you know in the league back in like the 2010 2011 era yeah yeah, yeah I, I had some crazy message board posts myself so yeah i mean we were young 20s arrogant and oh, yeah. you know you're just talking trash oh yeah i thought i knew everything and we didn't and, know yeah. anything oh, at yeah. that time like it's just so funny to think back and look back like oh my god like we were pretty good for <laughs> yeah. the league and stuff, but we didn't know anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we thought we knew everything, and then I used to think I could, you know, beat my opinion into people's heads with stats and yeah. data and stuff, and <laughs> I just wasted my time. Yeah, right? Everybody's got their own opinions. Yeah, exactly, and, you know, sometimes you just can't change it. Yeah. Uh, you're an ageist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been called everything. <laughs> yeah. I've been called a tyrant, a, a dictator, Yeah, but then, ageist. Th- but then we got called a democracy. Oh like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the funny thing is, yeah, the latest complaint I've heard is that I'm too democratic. So <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Does that put me somewhere between like Bernie Sanders and the Mad King? Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The bad tyrant versus yeah. Yeah, the socialist that's giving everybody everything. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard a lot about yeah being a tyrant, but uh, yeah, the dem- too democratic. That's a that's a first. Yeah, <laughs> usually you, you wouldn't think somebody would complain about that. <laughs> But you know it's hard hard to please twelve people. <laughs> it yeah, it really is. No, yeah, it is. I think you do a really good job. Even like uh, last year, was it last year when uh, the trade or the whole the trades of the too many people on his roster for Chet? Oh yeah, oh, that was yeah. last year. Like even oh, during yeah. that, the emotional roller coaster that was. You did pretty good of just like not making too quick of a decision, trying to like let things play out, figure it out. You had to even have reverse. You had to reverse a call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, was, it was tough. I mean, that, that was uh, like some of the people that were on the email thread in our league. They, they they said it was just like one of those you know documentaries, like making a murder or something. But all these shocking twists keep happening. Yeah, we had and to get that, Steve from Yahoo involved. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bless that guy, man. Jeez. Which I do kind of blame Yahoo for this whole thing. Yeah. No. They yeah. like they've known about this issue and they've never fixed it. Yeah. Instead, they just sent Steve out there to answer questions about this issue they have yeah steve's just out there putting out a hundred thousand fires yeah (laughs) when they said they could just simply fix the yahoo system get a coder and fix the system yeah so i mean if anybody's unfamiliar i mean probably not because i don't think we've touched on it here is uh what happened in that trade is so usually when you do a trade if when you're getting more guys back in return than you're giving you usually have to designate a player that's going to be dropped when the trades process. Yes. Now Chet found a nice little loophole and you know didn't tell anybody, which you know, that's cool. That's an advantage. Yeah. He you know, more power to him. He yeah. found a, you know, a loophole in the system. Yeah. But so Chet dropped a player before doing the trade. So it allowed him to actually have, you know, roster flexibility to do whatever he wants with that spot while the trade is processing instead of just holding a guy yes. yeah. who he didn't want basically yeah we're normally you're just screwed and you're stuck you know our trade period is you know four full days which really comes out to like six when you factor in you know the day that the trade gets processed by the site and then plus yeah. the initial day gets proposed so usually you have a week or so where you just have a guy where you're just stuck with him you yeah. know and he's you can't do anything with that you can't add yeah. or drop him but so chet dropped them ahead of time and that would work but you have to make sure that that roster spot is cleared on the day that the trade gets processed and that's where he screwed up yeah so but where yahoo messed up is they just so if that happens and you don't have the roster spot open for the trade to go through the trade just vanishes no you know no explanation (laughs) it didn't come on the transaction board yeah so you know i'm just kind of you know chet's hits me up and he's like hey my trade just disappeared yeah and you know as commissioner i'm just i don't know i've never seen that happen yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, just great. What do you do? Yeah. yeah, great. Another thing that yeah. Yeah, it's never happened before. We're like, okay, we're good this year. No trouble. Yeah. Like, we figured it out. All the rules figured it out. No one could cheat the system. And then this thing happened. Yes. And you, you nobody has what I think. Any, any clue. I think somebody now, now wouldn't know what I know, maybe had had a, a little bit of a clue. Yes, we were, we were operating with limited information at the time, but yes, now looking back on it. I mean, it, Chet had to somewhat kind of know what he was doing. Yeah. And just obviously made a mistake there, and then... Because he should have at least known, be like, I, it could have been this. Yeah. I did this, it could have been this. Instead, we had went on a wild goose chase hunt, and he just kept saying, not guilty, basically. Yeah, 100 emails later, and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and having to hit up Steve from Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, in case you guys don't know, there's basically one guy that from Yahoo Sports that seems to field every question <laughs> from Yahoo Fantasy Sports. Yeah, I mean, you look up, you know, historical issues. It's yep. that guy answering. Yeah, and then when we had a current pressing issue, it was that guy that answered, and he actually got back to you pretty quickly. Yeah, which is surprising. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. Because you you had made a declaration yeah. of that, like it was whatever passed. It was all good. No yeah. no punishment or no issue. Oh yeah. And then, yeah, there were about three times where I thought we moved on. Yeah, and then just yeah, and then just got yeah. New. Because then, like, because yeah, what was it that he could like? I don't even remember something with like on the Yahoo app or whatever. Like, oh yeah, because app does different stuff than the site, and oh, it was a mess. Man, we need somebody to really create a good fantasy site. Yeah. I'll but, tell you what. Whatever that Steve guy gets paid, it's not enough. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. But if they just seriously, yeah. that one rule though was like half his job. Yeah. So yeah. if they could just fix that, not uh, not be able to do that. Yahoo has some crazy stuff going on. I mean, sometimes have you ever seen this where sometimes like all your uh, things on your fantasy page are like replaced with, like weird emojis. Yeah. And, like flowers. And, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it won't load for me and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they got going on over there at Yahoo. I mean, it, it's unfortunate because I mean I like the the interface. It's nice and yeah. kind of bubbly and easy to use. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, I agree. And uh, surprisingly, ESPN doesn't even let you do three divisions, which is one of the main reasons we never made the switch. Yeah, yeah, because we thought that maybe that would be like up for discussion. I'm surprised. I don't know. We kind of yeah. like it as much as it yeah. sucks some years. Like it kind of like builds rivalry and yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we're getting we're getting to be old men. You know, you like <laughs> what you're used to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think it adds a little bit of randomness to uh, everybody. You know, just because you don't know who's going to be in your division, and then like that adds either more pressure or a little bit of luck. You're like you're like, oh, look, some teams you know might feel like, oh my gosh, I might actually have a chance this year. Yeah, and just based on the division, when I didn't think I would. So yeah, I, I really like the dynamic of the divisions. You know, yeah, it's uh, and it gives you you know you have some rivalries in the middle of the draft too. Some guys yeah. are keeping your eye on. You know, like hey, 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 you know, you're yeah. not, you're not getting anybody for a steal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. That's kind of what I did probably to fielders. Like, I just kept bidding up guys he was trying to go for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so you, you kind of touched earlier on, uh, you know, setting up a fantasy league. And I mean, maybe it would help. Do you want to kind of go through the history of how our league evolved? Because I mean, there were a lot of uh, steps. I kind of did a yeah. little bit of research for you. Kinda, yeah. Go ahead. And I kind of earmarked the, the years that all the major changes happened. <laughs> so we, uh, as Victor alluded to in your guys' podcast, we started in 2007 as a six man Roto League. Oh. Uh. Which, yeah, Victor just kind of asked me to play, you know, four days before the draft. I, I didn't knew nothing about baseball. Nothing. Uh, yeah, literally nothing. Uh, never played it. Yeah, never played it. <laughs> I mean, I knew nothing. I mean, the, the Tigers had a, the, you know, that surprising postseason run the year yeah, before, which kind of got me interested in the Tigers, but I sure as hell didn't know anything outside of the Tigers. And I really barely, I mean, honestly, at the time, 
I was going to the games and watching, but I didn't really know baseball. No, it was more of an, like a fun event. Type yeah, of exactly. Thing. You know, oh, the Tigers are doing good. Nobody expected them to. And, you know, we're all having fun and we're drinking. And <laughs> Yeah, 2006. And, and you're heckling Jock Jones. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was that year, but yeah. Yeah, I did heckle Jock Jones. I feel bad about that. I still think about that. Like, why would I do that? That's eh, just young and dumb. Yeah. I mean, you could have done worse than you could have streaked or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least there wasn't anything irreversible. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't wrong, but I wonder if no. I had any effect on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You definitely had an effect on Papelbon. I know. I got to find video of that, man. When I, you were there when I jinxed oh, yeah. him, and oh, I was yeah. like cursing him. Right and next to you. Went out and blew a save. He, the first save of the he year. Was, I will say he was unhittable before that. Yeah. I don't know what, know what I did to him. The Tigers <laughs> got to get me back there behind that bullpen jinxing guys, oh, cursing yeah. him, man. He definitely put some bad juju on him. Oh, yeah, dude. Got in his head. Yeah, we, we definitely thought that game was over when that guy was coming Oh, yeah. Pl- I remember that, too, because, yeah, Polanco came up with a big hit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Got to him. Yeah. Well, nobody was at that point. <laughs> he was unhittable, like you said. He sure was. Uh, so, anyway, yes, uh, 2007 was that first year. Uh, we were six-man roto. You know, and we were kind of into it. What, what helped is that you were in a fantasy league also at the same time. It was, I think it was your first year of fantasy baseball. Yeah, I joined so, uh, with a friend I used to play hockey with at Eastern, and then I got met up back with Eastern. I just, yeah, it was like, I think it was a free league, though. But I kind of just like, all right, yeah. I think our league was 20 bucks for yeah. that first year, too. But, yeah, it was just good, to, you know. It, it got us all, it, you know, it introduced us to fantasy baseball. And then it got me and you talking, even though we weren't in the same league, we were talking about, you know, like Ryan Braun yep. and talking about players. Alex Rodriguez. So it kind of set the stage for the next year, 2008, yep. when that's when the league really, you know, when we, we adopted head-to-head format. Yeah, yeah. And that's when the league really took off yeah, you know, as yeah. far as everybody being into it on a weekly basis. Because yeah. at Roto, it's kind of tough, you know. It is, you know, the best uh, – Gives you the best result of who has, you know, the most stats, yeah. you know, most even team. Yep. But it's kind of boring in the middle of the season, especially if you're far behind. It's like, okay, even if you have a guy who has a two-home run night, like, oh, sweet, I'm chasing 15. Yeah, yeah, Probably yeah. on the next guy. Yep. So, so yeah, the next year, 2008, we uh, we went to head-to-head, and we had 10 teams. So the, the league was a little more filled out, too. Yeah. Uh, and then, so 2009, after that, we went to 12 teams a year later. And then uh, there were no changes there for a little bit until 2011, we started the first auction draft. Okay, so that's what we tried to do at auction. Yeah. So five years in or so? Yeah, yeah, the first auction draft. And then the, the year after the first auction draft in 2012, we uh, adopted three keepers. Okay. And then, uh, so we only had three keepers for one year before we went to five keepers. <laughs> and we went to the $500 budgets in the same year that we chose to go to five keepers. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. It, it was, that, was, that was really the big jump because, I mean, that's when we started. The pot started being, you know, 5000 plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was the first big jump. Yeah, because, you know, every guy was paying around 500 bucks for their team. Yeah. So there was, like, a lot of growth in different ways before that, but that was the first time for, like, pot growth. Yes, yes. And then uh, 2014 was the first year of Back to the Future baseball. Okay. You know, after the the little mini split, yep. you know, where half the, you know, four guys, half the league went with Abraham Lincoln <laughs> to the north, and then the rest joined me, Jefferson Davis, I guess, in the south. <laughs> uh, uh, back to the Future. Yep. And uh, I, funny enough, looking back at this, there's some things I forgot, and I didn't remember that that was also the first year that we had divisions. Really? Was that year. Uh, was the Back to the... Yeah, so we, we uh, started the Back to the Future, you know, the historical baseball names and the yeah. divisions and, the, you know, the four new guys all in the same year. Wow, that's a lot. That was a big change. Yeah. That's really big. Yeah. Like, there was a point that I don't know if people thought, like, the league would still go on at that yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was a critical point for the league. I mean, yeah, losing four guys and, you know, 
like I said, the year before that, we jumped to that $5,000 league. So, yeah. and I mean, these rules are pretty complicated. So, yeah. it, you know, I was, I was hesitant to think that, you know, that we could even find four people to, to replace the guys we lost. So, you know, there was a serious doubt that we might not even continue the league. Yeah. And then how do you even like add those people into an already established keeper league? And, yeah. Like we just kind of had to do a lot on the fly and yeah, just uh, talk it. We just talked it out. Just kind of like, yeah. what if we did this? And we got to throw Mike Trout back yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in a way it was kind of, it was kind of a good thing because the, having the four new members at once kind of made me draft the constitution. Okay. It kind of gave me that kick in the ass. Like, okay. Because okay. it's just, you know, with four new guys and how complex everything okay. is. You know, instead of repeating myself, you know, yeah. you know, just knock it out, do this work up front. Oh man, yeah. And for the high stakes that we're playing for, you know, you need to have something in writing down. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It just you, you need to have something there. Yeah. So to draw back on because people are gonna argue. And oh yeah. Like I mean, oh, even you don't even know what you wrote sometimes. Oh yeah. And like people argue, you gotta be like, okay, what does it say? Oh, <laughs> it, it's hilarious because I mean, you should see me when I was drafting this thing up. There's a lot of times where I just laugh to myself. I'm like, man, I'm being way too technical here. <laughs> oh. Or like, oh man, I'm really like, you know, just mincing words. Words, but no. I'll tell you what, when when somebody has something happen to them in this league that really affects them, they pick apart every word of one single clause of that 13-page constitution. <laughs> I mean, like, say, take for instance, like, I have a clause in there, like the player universe. Remember that when Jay wanted to uh, get Otani when he's playing in Japan? Oh, yeah. We actually had to enact that. Like, no, I, you know, no, the constitution says it has to be an MLB player universe, yeah. ALNO. Because, <laughs> you know, he's technically like, hey, why can't I draft Otani as a yeah. write-in? Yeah, it would have been, been, been a good, good yeah. pick. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, uh... Yeah. But that's the type of thing you just don't even foresee. Like, you know, somebody wanted to stash somebody from Japan, <laughs> you know? Well, how, like, then he would have been split. So, yeah. how would we even have done that? Like, oh, yeah. that would have been nuts. Oh, yeah. And then we, yeah, then we had, that was a whole other vote of how to deal with, you know, yeah. his dual position eligibility. Yeah. And, like, based on what Yahoo does in the future. Cause, yeah. you know, we're just at kind of the mercy of Yahoo there where yeah. he's two separate players now. But yeah. at any given time, they could just be like, oh, he's one guy. Yeah. Like but, we had to... <laughs> but then what do you do if, you know, to the guy, if somebody's keeping one version of the player, you know, yeah. just the hitter or just the pitcher? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's dicey. I don't remember because I didn't want no part of them once it was like, yeah, once I knew the rules, I was like, oh, I'm all right. Yeah. I, mean, I did want the pitcher side, if anything, last year. Same but. here. I, I was intrigued, but I, I it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, I don't want the headache. Yeah. and I, But I cannot believe how good of a hitter he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just I he just, looked rough there in spring training, and then once the season started, he just. I mean, he could drop bombs. He has yeah. good speed. Like, I couldn't believe it. Oh yeah, I, I'm still kind of like amazed if he could come back. Like I think people forget. Like he's kind of like forgotten a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he. I mean, he was great. Like you said, he was hitting home runs, stealing bases. Yeah. So he's, he's only he's still really young. Yeah. So. Uh, I believe Chet has him stashed in our league yeah. currently, and uh, I remember him. He was complaining the other day about Otani. Uh, Otani saying that even though he's coming back and hitting soon, that he still is concerned about his pitching. He wants. You know, he's trying to, you know, watch for, you know, getting his pitching rehab and yeah. everything. And Chet's just like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, focus on hitting. He wants to be the greatest. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, and he, what he was doing there for, it was a limited stretch because he obviously got hurt, but, I mean, that was impressive. Yeah. Like, just to be so dominant at both sides yeah. like that is just unheard of. To be able to to perform on both both ways like that at, at a major league level and be dominant. I yeah. Mean, he really, he was dominant. He had, like, a low three ERA. Like, I think... It, He's really big in like Asia right now, obviously. Oh yeah. Do you think Americans aren't as big on him because he's not an American? Like if this was an American doing this, would we be like treating him like Mike Trout here? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that might have something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are are unfamiliar with him. Just you know. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder like how. Yeah, how because what he was doing is seriously like an amazing thing. Like no one thought he could do that, and like I thought he was overmatched in the hitting part. Yeah, in spring training, uh, but I'm like, oh, this guy looks good pitching. Yeah. And so okay, he's good at one or the other. Pitching's yeah. his thing. Yeah, because especially he wasn't the first guy to transfer over. You know, there are other guys, and I've been the victim of, you know, getting, like, uh, Young Ho Park. Yeah, yeah. You know, guys have come over that were, you know, home run champs over there. Yeah. yeah. And they came over here and didn't do squats. So. I'm a little more wary of their hitters, I think, coming over here for sure. Uh, any of the age. Like, I guess Eric Timms isn't bad, but uh, he was bad last year. So, uh, but, yeah, the pitchers usually, at least for the start, uh, have a couple good starts, but did you see that you Darvish start yesterday? Speaking yeah, of... yeah, it was funny because uh, I was yeah Chet was over at the beginning of the start, which oh, was yeah. starting to look real rough. Oh my gosh, he had bases loaded like the first inning or whatever we were watching. He couldn't find the strike zone. It was bad. For him. It <laughs> yeah, Chet, really scary. Chet was saying this guy's got seven pitches and none of them worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just like talked that. a ton of crap. Oh, yeah. it, it was looking like it was going to be a real, real bad start, a real early yeah. exit, just kind of a. Uh, a bad start, which is not what you wanted to see from the guy, especially how he's started the year so far. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ended up turning it around real nicely and ended up having a pretty good start. He had a quality start, yeah. eight eight Ks. Yeah. Uh, before I went to bed, I saw him throwing. Like, he started, like, he got out of the mess he was in and stuff. But, like, his stuff had a lot of movement on it and throwing 96 fastball. Like, just if you could find the strikes, like, I like what he could offer. Yeah, the upside's definitely there. Yeah. Now, the whip might be a little scary at some points and stuff, because if you can't find the strike zone, he will walk a lot of guys, which also, you know, yeah. you don't want to walk guys, because then that leads to, like, oh, if a home run, you know. So, bad ERA, too, if uh, he's walking everybody. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, yeah, to continue, I guess, with the, the timeline of the league. So, yeah, 2014 was the first year of uh, Back to the Future baseball. And then uh, in 2016, we had the next big change. We upped it to six keepers. And we uh, introduced the first luxury tax, okay. which was a hundred percent. Yeah, which at the time everybody thought was crazy. Like, oh, who's psh, who's going to pay a hundred percent? Because we were tax. talking like twenty, thirty, fifty percent. Oh yeah, stuff at first, like that's what we were talking, and then somehow it got. I don't even know how it got to a hundred. Yeah, like, but we thought it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we didn't think that anybody was going to spend that much over with a hundred percent tax. Well, how is that even a possibility? Whose idea was that? Uh that was Bill. Yeah, uh, it was funny. Yeah, because so. Yeah, in 2014, when Bill joined the league, he was just kind of like, uh, at some point, he's just like, you know, why is there a limit? You know, why, like, why are you guys trying to limit what I spent? And, uh, and, and you know, I just kind of thought, I'm like, you know what, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, they were like, yeah. Why are we? Why is yeah. there a limit? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, why but, not? But then we were like, we don't want it just to be whoever has the most money, yeah. Oh, yeah. just buy everybody. So we wanted to like, okay, th- there's got to be a way for like small market teams to kind of compete and be worth their while too. Yeah, you don't want to be a pay to play. Yeah. Exactly. So, but we thought, you know, 50 people are paying 50%, another, you know, $100, they got to pay another 50 bucks. Okay, whatever. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, I was just thinking, yeah, if somebody wants to pay double the price, you know, once they get into that tax, like, you know, screw it. They can have them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, especially once they got to 100%. But yeah. I, I thought it was crazy at 50% yeah. when we were talking. But yeah, so we got to 100% for that year, right? Yeah. yeah so right. what happened at the draft? Uh, and the draft was there's just people acting like there's no luxury tax. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, as a commissioner seeing that, then, you know, obviously we realized we had to add another tier to the somebody luxury wanted tax. To call, somebody calls that Chet tax. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah and of course, Chet called it Chet tax. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you have to correct. You know, you, you, when you implement a rule, you, you know, you never have, you don't have an idea of how it's going to end up. So yeah. you, all you can do is just kind of watch it play out and adapt. Yeah. And that's yep. kind of what we did, you know. Yep. There's just too many guys spending too much over the limit. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we had to kind of, you know, you have to make it sting. You know? Yeah, yeah. Which, which I think now that the current luxury tax system that we have where, you know, you have the $500 budget and then the first 100 you go over is 100% tax. Yeah. And then everything else is that 200% tax. I think that's that's really appropriate. And I think you can see that in how the pot kind of went backwards a little bit this year. Okay, yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, uh, before – you know, we had people, you know, the top three teams spent a lot more, you know, a few hundred dollars more last year. Yeah. Whereas, you know, this is the first year where the top tier kind of went back in spending. So yep. I think people are kind of realizing that, the, you know, the ROI at a certain point when you spend, it's just not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you want to still get a decent return on your money. Yeah. No matter how good your team is. Yeah, you got to find that point. Like, it depends. Yeah, it just de- but it just depends on what your division is, what your team looks like, how bad you want to go for it. Yeah, um, I know we're gonna keep talking about this, but like looking at Eric Peace team again, I kind of you know like that hard division. Yeah, you know he spent all that money, but it's an, it's he might tough. be in a similar situation that he was in last year, like where I really like his team, but like just some bad luck, and then but so keep going. Oh yeah, uh, so yeah, we added that. Uh, we after one year of having that first tier luxury tax in 2016, the very next year we implemented the 200 percent tax. Uh, that was also a big year, the 2017. Yeah. Because on top of that 200% tax tier, we also added quality starts and on base. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in, instead of wins and batting average. Yep. And then uh, we also added preseason auctions. Okay. That, all in that same year. So that was a pretty big year. Yeah. So preseason auction is where you can, because sometimes it's hard to trade. And so, but you want to still get value or get you know get something for them so we just sell the guy and you get that money for next year's budget and that's untaxed money uh which could be huge you know yeah, uh, oh yeah. i know when i sold to the one year for a preseason auction i got a hundred like 50 bucks or something like that and i mean that allowed me to go get guys like you know go spend a top on those top starters oh yeah yeah i mean yeah when you're talking that we have these tiers of luxury tax where you're paying double triple once you get to the highest tier i mean that extra getting any kind of extra budget added is you know pretty big yeah because yeah that, that 150 is essentially yeah i mean 450, yeah, 450 in the end if i wanted to spend that yeah so exactly obviously i had to give up a guy a, a guy at the time who i really <laughs> liked and yeah. stuff like that he hasn't yeah. done like i did not see foresee this coming yeah, by I, any i'm sure there's no regrets now <laughs> yeah. no i yeah no I, I feel a little bit bad for bill like i don't yeah. want to i'm not trying to like sell crap or anything like that yeah i was happy with what i got but I didn't want to give the guy up. I liked him. I thought he had forty home run potential. When he was yeah. young, so yeah. No, I, I liked him at the time too. It's just yeah, it's a tough, uh, tough swing there. I will know. say he kind of like what made me well because I was trying to again give Degrom away, like sell Degrom and Carrasco. Nobody wanted him. Like all right, whatever. <laughs> what does everybody want? Obviously, people want to like Correa and yeah. uh, Bellinger and Trout and JD. Those those guys were just even harder to part part with. Like they didn't have as many question marks as Sano did. Yeah, just too many question marks when you're going to that top level keepers and stuff like that. So it was just all right. Let's part. You know, I'm probably not gonna get much more than this. It was just good timing. Oh yeah, I I obviously thought it was a good move for you at the time. Yeah, it helped out. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, the preseason auctions have definitely become a big. I mean, especially look at this year. The oh preseason. my gosh. I mean. This was the craziest year of preseason auctions ever. Yeah, I so mean, Lindor got sold. Freddie Freeman got sold. That's like 
one top five guy that, you know, five keeper, and the other one's probably top 15 at least keeper, especially oh, yeah. in OBP. Um, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd never see a top 10 guy even available in our league. I mean, for any kind yeah. of price. Yeah, like Trey Turner got sold midseason last year. Yeah. He went for 500 500 bucks. The most you could go for unless yeah. somebody sold a guy and then used that extra money. Yeah, which, by the way, I never thought we'd have to possibly even think of coming up with something for that. Yeah, I, right? I never even fathomed that someone would even spend their full budget for next year in the the previous yeah. year. Yeah, I remember when you bought Goldschmidt at one, for, at like, over a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. That was the first year of the mid season auction. So, yeah, that was the mid season. That was yeah. the first year of the mid season. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. What did, what addition that has been though to the league? Oh yes. Like yes. A being able to just sell guys. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that you know sets our league apart. Yeah. You know, it's it's just another little option that we kind of made on our own that it, it's great. I love it. You, you know? get the like the best value out yeah. of for that guy if you sell. Like, what does the league think about? It? Here you guys yeah. all go. You all have an opportunity. All you gotta do is pay money. Like you don't have yeah. to take anybody else from your team right now. You get this guy for money. What is yeah. it worth? It, and it and it helps keeps keep those non competitive teams in it. You yeah. Know, it gives them something to do. Yeah. You know, they can still maneuver for next season. Well it's and I think it's still important to like get top guys. Like, yeah. So like when Bill sold Scherzer the one year, you know, like to have a top guy like that and go get couple hundred bucks or whatever next year you want to you got to have good guys though to be able to do that yeah oh yeah you gotta have game changers yeah yeah it's it's nice yeah when you yeah you can spend a lot of money on a you know high profile pitcher and even if you end up being out of it you can still get something for that guy because obviously there's going to be a top team that would love to add that guy to the rotation now there's also risk that if he doesn't do good or if he gets hurt or something like that obviously but Yeah. yeah uh so sometimes that pays off though like spending a lot yeah for a guy yeah. All right, uh, but that was really the last major uh, year of rule changes, 2017. Okay, uh, I mean we did some minor things, like we changed the payouts a little bit in 2018. Yeah, restructuring you know, of the percentages. Yeah. We added a payout for fourth place. Yeah, and we had payouts to the divisions because it's such a competitive and long yeah season. We wanted to make sure, especially like yeah, paying out the divisions and stuff like that. So it made more again division rivalry. Yeah. Um, cause it, it's a long regular season. I mean, you're 21 weeks. So I yeah. mean, if you dominate those 21 weeks, you should get something for yeah. it. And then, cause yeah, if you don't get nothing in the playoffs, like, yeah, yeah. That, that sucks because it is such a competitive regular season. Yeah. You should get some money. And yeah. I, I think obviously we all agree. Cause like we've been through this gauntlet and we, yeah. you know, like and people have definitely even like the fourth place thing, like people finished fourth and like that sucked. Yeah. I would oftentimes already kind of like make splits for fourth. Cause I felt like it's, it was where, you know, it's just. Anybody, because yeah. we're so good, especially if it's, like, a good team. Like, oh, yeah. if we're both good teams, like, what a good team's going to lose. It's just the way it matches up in the semis. Like, hey, you want to make some type of, like, especially with the pot this big. Oh, yeah. So. I, yeah. I mean, if you get down to that final four, you are a good team. Yeah. They're all good teams. I mean, like we said, you know, you, got, you have teams consolidating and, you know, getting better, yep. you know, through auctions and everything else. So, the, the, by the end of the season... Those four teams are really good, and it could be anybody yeah. that wins. Yeah, just that week, what are the matchups like, yeah. and how do you two match up against each other? Are you, you know, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and stuff like that. Like, I felt like I oftentimes like match up well against Chris Mays, but like Chet wouldn't match up. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. So it really does work like that. Yeah, just how teams are formulated and how they, you know, yeah. So um, that was it. 
Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the the league history in short. You know, the short end of it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more yeah, intricate. I, I could read you guys a 13 page constitution if you want. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But seriously, it's such a great thing to have to go to because there's so many situations and things that have come come up. Um, this yeah. is why every league should have like this league. Like, yeah. if you if you're really into fantasy baseball, if you enjoy your hundred dollar league, but if you want something a little bit more, a little bit more competitive. Yeah. Um. I want everybody to do this. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to play for a little less, you could change the the budget. Yeah, and you could, you know, you could play with the numbers a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I still think the format's really fun. Yeah, because you, yeah, you could have like you know up to two hundred dollars, and then yeah. like have the tiers and stuff like that. Even yeah, and, may, and maybe the league you're in doesn't have a bunch of crazy assholes that are willing to just you know go deep into luxury tax. Yeah, so. but the the formula's here. Yeah, yeah, is what we've created over like the last ten years. We've kind of organically just. Yeah. together created this yeah and you've just kind of like been really good at documenting and organizing everybody's thoughts and keeping us together and in line um you've done a great job thank you creating this like you said like you needed you almost needed that like four p- people because like how else do you explain this to four people yeah again again it just saved me a ton of time it's way easier when somebody asks me a question even you know people that have been in the league for a while still occasionally have questions about you know oh, some of yeah. the processes. Oh yeah, you I know, don't know every, the whole rule book. Yeah. Because sometimes you know you get those couple months off and you kind of forget some of the stuff. You know, especially coming up to the preseason, so you forget how preseason auctions work, how the process is supposed to go. So you know, it's yeah. nice just to be able to, for me to you know take a screenshot and just cut a little piece of that constitution off and just email it to somebody when they got a question too. Yeah, yeah. Great job. Seriously, thank you. thank you. And you've never like asked like we don't pay you anything. Like everybody <laughs> always asks like. If you, but you've done pretty decent in the league, so that helps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it makes it it makes it a little easier. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you haven't won lately. No, no, I have not won since 2010. Yeah, but nobody ever wants to be in your division every year. Everybody's like trying to avoid you. But yeah, you haven't won at all. Yeah, many of those years, though, you've like finished first regular season with like oh. dominant. Like nobody even was the. I mean, was the last time somebody even came close for your division? Uh so. Last year, I was 52 and a half games up on my division. <laughs> the year before, I was 49 games up on my division. Uh, the closest one was uh, 2016, six and a half games I won my division by. But the year before, it was 35 games. Oh, my God. So these last four years, I had like a 652 win percentage, which is pretty good. Yeah, which is usually like first place. Yeah, that would yeah. be first place. Yeah. Last year, Chet broke the record. Yes. Um, but... Yeah, like you said, it's been a while since I had a championship, though. Uh, what is nice, though, is, you know, like we were talking about the top four and getting paid out. Uh, yeah. I have had nine top four finishes. Yeah. Which, out of the 11 head-to-head seasons we've completed. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, lately we're paying for the top, you know, the yeah. regular season. So, you yeah. get money for that, winning yeah. your division and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I've done still pretty well. But, yeah, it'd be nice to win one. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be yeah. nice. Well, this could be the year. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I th- I think you have a pretty good chance at the division. Um, I like my chances. Yeah, so been a, I, been some bumps in the road here, obviously, but yeah, it's still early. Yeah, well, you just got Vlad coming up, so that's oh, gonna yeah. be exciting. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. Everybody's raving about him. Well, almost everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of funny. You know, when before I was fielding offers of you, know, you can have every anybody on my team, this and that, but. It's kind of funny. Once I think people realize that I was unwilling to trade him away, just because I mean I can't personally, I can't trade away, you know, Hall of Fame upside for five bucks. Yeah. Keeper league. Yeah. Uh, I just couldn't live with myself. I mean, if you know, he ended up being one of the best players ever or something. Like what? Are, what do you want back? Like what? Yeah. What you think he's gonna be is what? Yeah. You're trying to get. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I just couldn't even fathom what I'd want back. And, it, and anything I would want back would probably be vetoed by the league. Yeah. You well, know, so. Yeah. So, I, I eventually, so, you know, after getting offer after offer, some guys just started getting really frustrated with me. And uh, it, it just turned to, like, uh, I was talking shit about them. And, uh, There's been some good offers. I know. I remember Jay offered you uh, Tatis and then, like, basically anybody else. Yeah. If yeah. you would have had maybe somebody else a yeah. little bit stronger with Tatis, maybe. Yeah, that was intriguing. Um, I, I do really like Tatis. Yeah. So Tatis is also like a $5 keeper. Yeah. So yeah. these guys basically should be kept forever. Yeah. Um, at that point, yeah, you're just kind of splitting hairs. I mean, they're both great prospects. So just, yeah, yeah. You know, at that point, you kind of just like, why make the move just to make them, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What if one ends up being great and the other one's not? Like, then I'd kind of blame myself for doing the, you know, to, for tinkering with it yeah it's a lot easier to accept a loss like not doing a trade and just yeah, leaving in your exactly. guy than trading your guy and getting something yeah. yeah it just hurts a lot more. yeah being the thing that's being the thing that sets those things in motion is it's hard to swallow yeah it. well i i don't i i would definitely i mean preference vlad over to oh, yeah, me too so obviously <laughs> yeah. there's a reason why because he was also i think the other guy i mean you could have got like ben attendee with him i yeah, think yeah something um, like that but but yeah, so now some of the love for him has turned to hate, and I just hear you know he's gonna he's Prince Fielder, he's gonna eat his way out of the league. Yeah, you know he's a that cheeseburger eating fat boy. If he's a son of a plumber, nobody care about him. You know stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So whatever, we'll see. <laughs> That's well, all I'm saying. If you want to move him, let me know. I, I, yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was very impressed. With what I've seen so far, yeah. I mean, this that guy's eyes. They already got else. him like in the fourth spot. Oh yeah, in fourth. So yeah, I mean, have you seen that line? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, what a league! So long history. I'm glad yeah. we got to hear the former commission and the current commission's stories and how these came about. Because I forget a lot of this stuff. So I'm sure most of these guys don't even know some well, of these. Things. I forget a lot about of it too. You know, it's nice looking at this stuff. It gives you a nice refresher, and it reminds you how far we've come. It's it's hilarious back in because like I said we were really serious back when we were playing with you know with Al and Dobbs and yeah oh, in 2010 yeah. 2011 I used to think like oh man we're never gonna be this serious later yeah you know like you know we're just 22 you know yeah. have nothing else to do I I never would have imagined it turning into what it is today no I don't, never definitely not so who knows I mean. I, I think that about today too, uh, you know, but who knows? When we're forty, are we going to just be, you know, thinking back like, oh, remember two thousand nineteen? We were yeah. playing for nothing. Well, we started, yeah, <laughs> yeah like I we started a that. podcast about it. Yeah, yeah. The who knows what? Yeah, who knows in ten years what this could become? It's going to be a thirty-two man yeah. league. I have no idea. Sometimes the league's just steering me. You know, yeah. Like I, I really have no idea. Yeah, you're very open and yeah. like you know yeah. you're, like, you're willing to listen and like huh try to think of different perspectives and not be biased either towards your own team. Yeah, in a way like does this help me out? Yeah, you know, is this good for the league? Yeah, I you know I try to keep some stability in the league because I I understand that you know obviously there's a lot of years you know in planning that goes into a keeper league so you don't want to just flip the league on its head in one year. Yes, but I also try to stay open to you know adapting and you know being progressive if. You know, there's a good rule suggestion, like, hey, let's do it. Yeah. Let's try it out. No, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, all right, should we go to this week? Kind of, like, see yeah, matchups and stuff? Uh, like I, was, I, I think I started saying in the beginning, like, the East, because uh, this is the division matchups, and uh, the East is looking interesting. Gabe is, who I wasn't sure would come out strong, 
surprisingly, he's came out the strongest. You know, because sometimes it takes Gabe a little bit longer. Maybe I think I feel like to get his team because he doesn't spend as much in the auction. Yeah, yeah, he's he spent the least in that division. So yeah, you you would think maybe he would have it would have taken him a while to you know get some hit on some free agents or maybe do some trades or something. Yeah. But yeah, he he's really had a nice start to the league. So yeah, he's nineteen to ten, and then he's playing. We'll go into his matchup first, but he's playing. Uh, Victor right now, and Victor's struggling. Yes. Uh, Victor just had Judge go down. Yeah, that's and, tough. Yeah, that hurts, especially in OBP league. He's, like, really good. Uh, he could be, like, a top 10, probably at least top 15 player. Um, just losing a guy like that is just crucial, especially if you don't have, like, another guy to back, you know, a couple more to back that up or something. Yeah, um, and it, unfortunately his offense isn't, you know, trying to pick up the slack there for Judge, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this week he's got 21 runs, four home runs, 13 RBIs, two stolen bases. Like none of those categories is going to do it. Yeah. Uh, 415 on base, really good on base. I don't know what's going on there, but <laughs> yeah, his guys are. Well, he's got Joey Votto. Okay. So yeah, just like guys get on base but not doing much else. Uh, to Gabe, Gabe only has 22 runs. Like Gabe's offensively like not doing that great this week. He's just yeah, he's this- he's having a solid week, but uh. Again, this is kind of why it's just always so good to be well-balanced in this yep. league because you just never know. When you're well-balanced competing in every category, you can come out there when it, you know because guys do have bad weeks. And yep. then, yeah, like Victor's kind of having a poor offensive week, and though even though Gabe's not having you know any kind of exceptional week here, he's still you know sweeping most of the hitting categories. Yeah, so he's got seven home runs. Probably going to win that one. I mean, it's hard to come down from three home runs. It can be done, just often doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough uh, for Victor to come back in this one. Yeah, 13 RBIs to the 25, Gabe's 25. So Gabe's got decent RBIs, 25, three stolen bases. If he gets another one, that's not a bad bad week. 328 on base, a little low. Yeah. I'll tell you what, too, another thing about Gabe's team is just we're lucky that Jose Ramirez hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of picked it up this week, but, yeah, he's kind of been disappointing. But, again, the Gabe's got really good keepers, just really good, you know, a, a bunch of guys to, you know, that could go out there and win you a week or usually put up good weekly numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Gary Sanchez, Rizzo, Betts, Jose Ramirez, you know, like you said, like what, if one of those guys aren't doing it, like the other guys are picking him up, though. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, and Joey Gallo, too, on his team, man. Oh, that, yeah. That guy's having a year yep. so far. He did tell me he really liked you. That was a guy, obviously, he. Gabe yeah. doesn't usually pay too much, you know, who will, but that was like his guy he went out for, paid a ton for it. Because I think he would have told, I think he told me him and Chris Davis were the guys he wanted. And uh, Yeah, and then he spent a, a decent amount to keep Sanchez. Yeah, I, which I was a little surprised because I thought yeah. he might be able to go back in the draft to get him, but he had, he didn't want his guy to go out there and maybe get outbid for him, I guess. Yeah. Stick with your guy, you know, if yeah. you like a guy. Exactly. That's the beauty of an auction and the keeper, you know. Yeah, especially with six, because something, you know, that six keeper on some teams is like, who could it be? And he went out for the, you know, my best guy, my most expensive guy, even though, like I said, could have went the cheaper guy, maybe got him. Yeah. But because it's a weird thing sometimes in our league, being that there's no cap, really, technical cap. Yeah. Being that, so a guy like Gary Sanchez, you know, with that kind of upside, you know, you yeah. can't. He could be worth anything. Yeah, like Bob might go out there and yeah. say, "I'm going to pay 120." Because I mean, if he does what he did before, you know, a couple of years ago, I mean, he's he's light years away yeah. ahead of. Yeah, you know, I mean, Real Muto's good, but yeah, I mean, his power is just a whole other level. Yeah, when you're hitting over 30, 30 home runs yeah. back there. <laughs> yeah, when he can give you first baseman, yeah, you know, productivity in a catcher spot, and what should be a really good lineup. So he's going to just be tons of RBIs, probably in runs, and yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so Gabe, Gabe. Uh, yeah, um, he's looking good for this week. I'd say the Angels got four pitchers left today. Gabe's got three, um, but Gabe should win pretty decent. Just how 
how bad? You know, how bad? Uh, Rizzo had five, five runs, two home runs, five uh, RBIs. Betts had four runs, a home run, five RBIs, bat 478. So just not great, but again, just good, consistent numbers from his good players. It just helps you. Yes. Week in, week out. Yeah, he just, yeah, like we said, he's got a, a lot of good players, and you're always going to get contribution from some of them. Like, his numbers aren't great, but again, they're, like, mediocre, and sometimes mediocre wins because another team is kind of yeah. a streaky team, and maybe it's one of their off weeks or something. Yeah, again, balance. You know, sometimes just having that balance league, it's it's all you need some weeks for a balanced team. So I had, if you, I don't know if you remember, but I picked uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers to be the favorite for the East. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and uh, they're three. They're losing to Bob's team. I mean, first of all, they're 500, so they're third in their division. Uh, six overall, uh, which isn't bad. Uh, but he's playing Bob this week, and Bob is putting one on him <laughs> right now. He's killing it this week. Bob is having an amazing. Yeah, week. this is a. As much as I hate to admit it, because all the crap Bob's talked to me. Yeah. <laughs> which what's Bob coming on? I don't know. The man's got a busy schedule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Dodgers got, which is Eric's team, thirty-eight runs, eleven home runs, thirty-two RBIs, five stolen bases, three twenty-two's week for on base. But the thirty-eight runs really good. Eleven home runs already, usually pretty good. Thirty-two RBIs is really good for right now. Mm-hmm. But the guy is losing three out of the five hitting categories with those numbers. Yeah, which. Yeah, like you said, if he was facing anyone else, I mean, he would be winning most of those categories. Yes, absolutely. He'd probably be winning like four out of the five against yeah, both teams. Yeah, I mean, he'd be sweeping me <laughs> and hitting, hitting at least. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, unfortunate. And then uh, for pitching, he should have K's locked down with the 72. I don't think uh, Bob could come back from that. But Bob probably has ERA, whip, and quality starts. Bob's ERA, 1.77. <laughs> yeah. And his whip's a 1. And then he's got 7 quality starts. Like, yeah. in a matchup where you thought Eric's pitching should dominate, again, kind of not, not another bad week, right? I, did you play him last week? Uh, yes, I did play Eric last week. And he week. had a bad pitching week last week? Yes, yes. So, I mean, it's not terrible this week, but, again, unfortunate playing Bob. He has 72 Ks with a 4.01 ERA, 4.01 ERA, 1.24 whip, Five quality starts, three saves. So, like, again, pretty good across the board. But with Bob's dominant pitching stats, like, probably yeah. going to lose a bunch of these categories. Yeah. A lot of teams have had rough pitching starts. So, I mean, those numbers, yeah, those pitching numbers aren't bad at all. Especially with the, the 72Ks and five quality starts. Yeah. That's that's, that's pretty, pretty good, good in both those categories. But, again, Bob's having a really good week. Uh, his pitching's led this week by Luis Castillo, who's been really good. Marcos Gonzalez had a really good game with nine Ks. I don't know if he's always going to be that type of, like, strikeout pitcher, if that was just... Yeah. Uh, Jay Happ, Domingo Herman, Ed Corbin all pitched well. He didn't have anybody blow up. It was just a good all across the board. Nobody had a bad game. Yeah. Um, yeah, his worst pitcher looks like it was Robbie Ray, and even his start wasn't that. I mean, it was a 5-4 ERA and 1-2 whip, but, hell, I had guys give up seven runs. Yeah, you know? so really good. I'm just not expecting – I think it's just an unfortunate week, weekly yeah. matchup for uh, – I think Eric's hit a little bit of bad luck. Yeah. So he, he does have a really good team. Yeah, no. Uh, it's just a tough division, you know. Like you said, that's gonna that division is gonna be a, a meat grinder. Yeah, it just when you play who win, like who's hot, you know, it might the schedule could affect one of those teams on unfavorably. Yeah, and it could affect if they get in or not. Yeah, or where they finish. Uh, Bob's hitters, top hitters of the week were Abreu. Uh, he had four runs, two home runs, twelve RBIs with the six hundred on base. Hoskins added another three home runs, and he got two home runs from Bogarts. Uh, just a good overall team yeah. effort 
this week for Bob. Soto, Freeman, yeah, just hitting on all cylinders here. Yeah, you know, nothing. And then he has Peter Alonzo, which just isn't fair. Yeah, so (laughs) uh, look for him to probably do a move soon, it sounds like, because he has three first basemen, because he went out and uh, in the auction, bought – Preseason auction bought Freddie Freeman, and then he dra- he kept Abreu with that, so he already kept yeah. two first base, but and he drafted Pete Alonso. He wasn't expecting Pete Alonso to start with the opening day Mets, yeah, which he nice. did, yeah. <laughs> um, so I know he's already put it off or message out there that he's looking to trade a first baseman. So I, yeah. I'm curious to see if he's been talking to anybody or you know yeah. what he, what's going to happen. He's in a similar situation to you, circa whatever was that 2014. Yeah, I got all the power. Yeah. Tra- yeah, Bob's holding all the power with first base right now. Yeah. Um, and actually, first base is kind of weak, so I guess yeah. he probably does have a pretty good market out there. Yeah, it really is. So, see what he does with that. Yeah. Um, good week for Bob, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric had a good week out of Voight. Four home runs, eight RBIs, eight runs. Yeah. Glaber Torres stole three bases this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, nice. Tim Anderson, another decent week with a home run, a stolen base, six runs scored. So he's been hot. We'll see if he's yeah. been. He's a streaky player. So oh, yeah. if he could put it together for a year, that could be an amazing thing. It seems like Tim Anderson's done this the last couple of years. Yeah, he gets he starts yeah. off really hot, and then he eventually gets dropped, and he's a free agent in the middle of the year. And then he usually gets picked up again at some point yep. for a little oh, bit. Yeah. Just one of those fantasy sluts. Yeah. yeah, especially when you need it for like uh, stolen bases or something, maybe. Oh, yeah. But he has a little bit of pop. Yeah. Then uh, Springer, my boy Springer's been doing what he does for him. Yeah, how do you yeah. Been, how's he been? Springer's, I think, top 20. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, again, just very, yeah. very unfortunate for Eric this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll, he'll rebound. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not sure he plays next week or anything like that, but hopefully they're uh, easy <laughs> on him. Hopefully it's not me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's me. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not me. Uh, the next division, the Central, uh, you got a, you're leading that division. Uh, 16 and 11. Then it's Chris in fifth place overall, second in the division, 15 and 14, a game over 500. Then the Seattle Pilots at 12 and 17. And then last place overall, 10 and 17, the St. Louis Terriers. Um, so you got a couple teams right now towards the bottom, and then you and Mays in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are playing Jay. Yep. And it is five to four right now. How's your matchup going for you? Uh, it's a close one, man. Uh, and it's been very frustrating for me. Uh, my pitching numbers were way better than the ones we're looking at oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, yesterday was just brutal. I mean, I had Zach Godley, had Derek Holland. I just a bunch of guys got lit the hell up. Yeah. So it just ruined me. <laughs> but I was so close in K's. I just you know, in in my ear and whip, it wasn't a given at the time. So you know, I'm just trying to. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. You never want to lose, get swept in those four pitching categories. There, K's, ERA, whip, and quality starts. No, yeah, so. try to avoid that. So right now it's five to four. You're winning right now. You're 26 runs, seven home runs, 27 RBIs, three stolen bases, 350 on base. Yeah, pretty blah. <laughs> pretty yeah, nothing like spectacular. Nothing's jumping yeah. out, but like shouldn't lose. If you, most teams, you're not going to yeah. lose every category, but you could win most categories. Yeah, and you're that's be competing. And that's the way I try to set my team up. Like kind of what we were talking about with balance earlier. Is yeah. I, I try to prevent myself from getting you know eight over. Or- yeah. You know that big loss. I mean, your your top performing hitter is like Goldie with five runs, one home run, four RBIs, five seventy one on base, and then Grandall with a home run and a stolen. Like nobody's like really yeah giving you a ton of. So like it's just been a good, decent yeah. effort from the team. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you you know you're hoping for a good Sunday. It should maybe put you at least in thirty over thirty runs, over thirty RBIs. You hope to get maybe double digit home runs. Yep. It's going to be close for hitting for us. So. Yeah. Uh, so he's got 25 runs, so one run less, two home runs less. With, he has a total of five. He's beating you with RBIs with 28 over 27. 
He's down two stolen bases and down only .006 in on base. So a lot of these are still up for grabs. You probably have a decent advantage in home runs and stolen bases that you're up two in each of those categories, and you're pretty good in both. Of, like It's not like they're weak categories for you or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, But a lot could happen. A lot could change in that. Nothing's yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, what's nice is I have him out pitched today, five to three. So. Yeah, I have that. Yep, I have that written down. You got five starting pitches, his three. So you're uh, the pitching one save apiece, sixty-five Ks for you, seventy-three for him. So you're down eight Ks, but again, you have an ex- two extra starting pitchers going. Um, your ERA is at a five-five-nine. He's winning with a four-nine. I actually probably have him winning. Like, it would, yeah, yeah, me too. I'd be surprised <laughs> if you came back. Yeah. So that's probably the one category. Uh, I think you might be able to come back and whip, even though it's probably a big advantage him, but I think that might be more likely. His Your whip's a 1.51. His is a 1.29. You have a decent amount of quality. Starts with five. He has four. So, again, a lot up for grabs. Uh, nothing's like – not many categories are just a guaranteed. No. His one might be the ERA. So this could literally go anywhere. Uh, uh, your best pitcher this week, Quintana. Has he been good? Just li- he's been good lately. Last couple starts. Oh yeah, yeah. Quintana's been great. He's uh, yeah, argue- yeah. Him and Verlander been just yeah. I mean, Quintana had a kind of a rough start, but he's been uh, his last couple starts have been great. So th- there's there's still some kinks in my pitching to work out, but uh, yeah, it's coming around. I ha- I have a nice core, you know, with Verlander, Snell, Morden, and uh, Quintana. Yeah, would be, probably be my like core four. Okay, with that of all, you know, I roll them out any start, and they they've been doing pretty well. But, you know, my supplementary guys have just been, like, getting killed. Yeah. Like, you would never believe that before yesterday, my ERA was, like, something more like three and a half. Oh, wow. And my whip was, like, one, two, five. So, like, I, I literally just kind of, like, doubled both of those stats yeah. in a day. Yeah. Because these guys just aren't having bad starts. They're having horrible starts. Yeah. So, and it's kind of killing my my good guys. Yeah. Uh J-star performers for the Pilots are Azuna with four runs, two home runs, nine RBIs. Oh, yeah, that three, guy's looking real good. Yeah, he's looking a lot better lately for sure this year uh, after last year having this shoulder injury and stuff. So I wasn't sure about him. Yeah. Uh, his odd base has only been a 333 this week, which isn't great, but it is what it is. Shaw has three home runs this week, so it's good <laughs> to see him get some home runs. Good for you, yeah. <laughs> good, good if you're not playing them. Yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he he was ice cold coming into this. Yeah, too. I know. That's what I was saying. So the, for him to hit the three home runs, that's I mean for him, that's good. Uh, but that's his total of five yeah. home runs are coming from those two players. Yeah. Luckily, Mankata didn't uh, hit me too well. Uh, he, for how well he's been. Yeah. I, I was kind of worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a lot on this riding on the Sunday matchup. Oh yeah, could go uh, could go either way really. Yeah. Uh, the other matchup, you got the Detroit Stars, Chris versus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, St. Louis Terriers, big rivalry right here. These guys love to beat on each other up a little bit, you know. Uh, so oh, yeah. it's always fun to watch these two play each other. Oh yeah. Uh, but this week, I think it might go down as a Stars winner. Yeah, it's looking that way. Uh, he doesn't have great numbers offensively, but he's gonna probably win a lot of them. Uh, Thirty runs. He's got seven home runs. They're tied with eighteen RBIs. He's losing with two stolen bases, a 397 on base. The Chets, the Terriers, 15 runs scored, three home runs, 18 RBIs, four stolen bases, a good number, with a 256 on base. That's rough. That yeah, that's not no other way to put it. Yeah. That's yeah, that's not beating anybody. Uh the stolen bases will compete. Yeah. But every all those those might be the worst 
besides, I mean, they both have 18 RBIs, but I don't think there's a worse. He, he's fortunate. Robles actually got him two steals, I think it was uh, two days ago. Robles, before, yeah. before that, it was looking rough. Like, it might even be a 10-0. Robles has all four of his steals. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we go to pitching. Mays has seven, they have seven saves, quite a bit. 62 yeah. Ks, a 3-3 ERA, a 1.15 whip, and only three quality starts, but it's winning. Yeah, so that's odd to only have that many quality starts with, you know, he has a decent amount of Ks and innings behind that uh, yeah. pitching, which just tells you maybe a lot of his guys aren't uh, aren't pitching that deep in the games. I have doubt here that the Stars has five starting pitchers today, and I think Chet has four today. Yeah. So a lot of pitchers like. for both teams, but I still have a pretty good chance. I think Chris Bay should come out on top with a big win. Yeah, should be a week. big win. Should be a big win, and honestly, should be the leader in our division. Oh, yeah? Oh, well, yeah, after this big win. Yeah. It'll be close between yeah. the two. I mean, it's just it's hard to see Chet coming back in many of these. So, uh, And mine and Jay's match are just so close. Just, but you could squeak out a big one just because it is so close if yeah. you just – I've seen that happen. So yeah. uh, we'll see, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Chris Mays and you will be at the top. It's going to be – I mean, uh, how do you think Chet feels? I mean, you can't feel good about getting 8-1 no. right now. I mean – Already in last place. Yeah, and already in last place. That's, so – that's, that's That stings. So, I mean, I, Chet, Chet did a good job of getting some nice young talent, you know, going out there and getting uh, Robles and getting Bueller for, you know, their $5 keepers. So, Or I think Robles might be a 10. Yeah. But uh, either, either way, way. Those, are, those are two guys that have a bright future, and they're very cheap. It does suck. He did trade away Christian Yelich, which has been, you know, Barry Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It keeps going back and forth on the number one player between him and Bellinger. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, but one of the – who cares? They're, like, the same numbers almost. And yeah, they're, they're both just unreal right now. Yeah. So that's hard to trade away. And Max Scherzer, who's been pretty good for um, the team. Yeah. But it'll, it'll be tough to get shut on here. With, uh, he doesn't, yeah, not this season. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm gonna have to have a couple other guys come out a few extra times to, yeah, cover all those spots, guys. If check, check comes on, he definitely probably demand final cut or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, I know how Tom Brady operates, he ain't gonna do some chop job on me, make it sound like I'm talking good about your team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there's not much really, uh, uh, some top performers from Chris, uh, Arenado, I believe had a slow start. So it's good to see him come around this week with seven runs, three home runs, eight RBIs, four Oh nine on base. Uh, Yadier Molina at the catcher spot. It's always nice to get a home run and a stolen base out of a guy like that. So yeah, he's done you that. know me, I'm an ageist. Uh, so yeah. I just, I stayed away from stayed him. Stayed away from him. Uh, Granky had a good start. I never know what to think about that guy. I don't know how he does it sometimes. Like, I don't even yeah. think he cares about baseball sometimes. And yeah. Yeah. It's just, he so had weird. those mental issues back in the day. Oh Yeah. yeah. Because he's been around for a long time, like since we still like, yeah, he was like one of those good young pitchers, top ten when we uh, started playing fantasy. Yeah, so he's been around for a while, but yeah, like some seasons Cy Young, very good, but yeah, then had some like some mental issues, just like lack of confidence or didn't even care. Like he wanted, to, then he wanted to swing bats, so that's why he went to the National League at least, or uh, just a lot with that guy. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. <laughs> I've always liked him though. Like I would try to go get him. Yeah, he, he's always been. A con- he's consistently up there. You know, not maybe in the top ten or so, but yeah. he's usually a good quality pitcher. Yeah, he's an athlete. Yeah, he's. Uh, I believe he can, like dunk a basketball and stuff. Yeah. So uh, the last division, the West. Uh, I am currently leading the West with a sixteen and eleven record, uh, five games over five hundred. Next is seventh overall, the Washington Senators at twelve and thirteen. So a game under 500. Then the Saltimia Lions, who beat me. 
uh, 12 and 16, four games under 500. And the Atlanta Black Crackers, 11 and 17, six games uh, below 500. Um, I am playing the Black Crackers this week. And uh, I'm up five to three currently. I have 27 runs, nine home runs, the 33 RBIs, the three stolen bases, and the 346 on base. Um, pretty solid offense. Yeah, numbers. I'll be pretty. Ha- I'm pretty happy with that going into a Sunday. I should hit 30-30 at least in the R- runs and RBIs, even mid-30s maybe, at least already mid-30s of RBIs. Nine home runs, so I should hit double-digit, ho- hopefully home runs. Three stolen bases, you know, will compete with most. I would like to have another one or two to be, like, really good, but that's where I'm at. Uh, Bill's team, we're tied with 27 runs. He's got six home runs, so he's trailing three. 26 RBI, so he's trailing seven. A stolen base, and then a 3-3 on base. So pretty weak in the stolen base and on base. Uh, 3-3-3, right? You would consider 3-3 yes, I, I would pretty weak on yeah, base. Yeah. Uh, six home runs, a little weaker. Uh, 26 RBIs and 27 runs, not bad. You know, you could compete. You're going to be competitive going into a Sunday with those. Um, I'm hoping to win most of those categories, not all of them. Uh, like I said, we're tied. We were, I was down in runs for a while. So I came back the last couple of days, actually. Um, pitching, uh, we both got five saves. I got 71 Ks, 4.36 ERA, a 1.42 whip, a three quality starts to his five. Five saves, 46 Ks, 4.13 ERA, 1.2 whip, and a five quality starts. So Bill's pitching's not terrible in some of those categories. No. It looks like you both have one pitcher going today. Yeah. Today. Yeah, there was a – you picked up all the Sunday guys. <laughs> yeah, I picked so there all was, the crap. Like, I, I'm not very confident that they're going to get quality starts. No, no, no. I'm, I'm mainly playing for Ks right now. And I was a lot closer in ERA and whip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and but, then I actually I wanted to pick up Ronaldo Lopez. You picked him up a little while ago. Yeah, that yeah. was actually the guy I was probably looking looking to aim for. If anybody, that was a guy I kept my eye on for a while. You know, because yeah. even though he had a rough start this year, the the way he ended 2018 was great. Oh, yeah. so, I had him last year. Yeah, and I mean, in our quality starts league, it's I mean, it's rough out there right yeah. now. The free agency, like yeah. we were talking about the other day. I think there's like what seven guys that have more than a quality start. Yeah, it, it's it's really rough yeah. out there. No, I want I wanted to go get him, and I thought he might be yeah, like he might be a guy that like I end up just like kind of like keeping on. If he starts getting you know if he pitches well, he can't drop him. Yeah, you know, like basically, but you got him. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, I should win. I think I'm definitely gonna win probably three categories, and he's probably gonna win two. He's probably because I can't get him in quality starts, and yeah. I'm probably not gonna catch him in whip. Yeah, ERA is uh, the main one here. Yeah, it looks like. Um, I have a guy. I don't remember who. Who, who do I have pitching? You have Kevin Gaussman, who's yeah. been very good, but it looks like he had a rough week. Yeah, um, and he's is he pitching his guy? Uh, yeah, he has Homer Bailey, and he has him in his lineup right now. Yeah, so uh, it's still early, but he might take that. He, I would probably take that guy out because yeah, he got lit up his the, yeah. last start this week. So yeah, I don't think he's yeah. I'd he's be, going against the Angels though. But, yeah, that is the good thing, but. Yeah. Homer Bailey. So he did. He was doing good, but his last start was really bad. So yeah. I would probably sit him after last start and just take my, take my categories. Yeah. Take whip. I'd be afraid away. Yeah. Him just blowing my whip up. I mean, it's pretty yeah. far away. Yeah. It, it's tough with where his pitching's at right now because his pitching isn't great, but it's also not bad. It's definitely like yeah. Homer Bailey could definitely ruin that year in whip. Yeah. 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 So I would probably sit him. Yeah. Um, he was beating me in actually like OBP for a while. I came back. Like last couple of days on him on that. So 
I'm hoping to take these other categories. We'll see. I have a chance. I should. I, I could win decently big, or I could just barely win, but I should win. Uh, my top hitters, Bellinger, again, three runs, two home runs, five RBIs, a stolen base with a 500 on base. The guy just kind of does it all. Oh, yeah. When he's not hitting home runs, he's stealing me big, big stolen bases for me. He's looking great. Uh, yeah. And then Trout, two stolen, you know, my three stolen bases are between him and Trout. Like, so those guys have just been huge for me. You got to be happy how Correa's looking. Too. I was just about to bring up Correa, three home runs this week. Yeah, he's having a nice week. Six RBIs. So, like, he came in injured, so he didn't start right away. People were questioning yeah. him. So to see him in that, that lineup, they're all got like over 900 freaking OPS, that whole lineup. Yeah. Uh, I don't even care he's sitting in fifth, man. Like, yeah. the lineup is so good. Not bad for the uh, 11th best shortstop or whatever everybody's telling you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take him. I'll take him on my team. Uh, Zach Wheeler had a really good game, 11 Ks. Uh, I started off slow this year in saves, but to see Wade Davis and Iglesias uh, really start doing good this last few week, couple weeks now. Uh, hopefully, I get. I have Jeffress. Hopefully, he comes and starts saving. Get some, clo- you know, say, or is the closer for uh, the Brewers soon, and then I'm hoping. Uh, David Robertson comes back and he'll be maybe the closer. So I'm not where I want to be saves wise, but I could be shortly. We'll see how these you know those yeah. two question mark guys yeah. are. You know how saves are, man. They could flip in a week. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I was feeling really good about where I was in saves a couple weeks ago, and then yeah, yeah now not so much. And I'm, you went out and spent, and that, yeah. that happens sometimes. That's the risk, you know. Yeah, but it's frustrating, and that's something we might have to address a future in the league. Is uh, you know with the modern baseball and how the bullpens are being used and yeah. That's up for discussion. Yeah. That's definitely something we could look into. I know I think Chris yeah. May said something about, you know, yeah. adding holds. And we actually had voted on that one. Yeah, point. we did. I, I voted for it, I believe. So did I. So and, did I. You know, seeing what, you know, that there's really good pitchers in the middle of the game that come yeah. in, not just just at the end. So that, that they have value. And yeah. teams recognize they have value. So why aren't we recognizing exactly. they it, have value? It's kind of like the uh, going from average down base thing. Yeah. Whereas before, it was frustrating that, you know, you had guys getting walks and great plate discipline wasn't getting rewarded in our yeah, league yeah it just felt like you know it, it's kind of funny just going back to average it just you know it's very unsatisfying yeah and know? the other league we're in yeah. average and it's kind of more luck i feel like sometimes i don't know I, yeah because i mean getting drawing walks is a, a huge skill yeah in baseball i mean and exp- yeah if you're just that good where they don't want to pitch to you yeah that, that means you're that good you should get rewarded for that exactly not, nothing exactly so I, I feel the same way where there's really good relief pitchers out there that you know, we just aren't owned in our league because it's just not really worth it. Yeah. Um, some of them are like, yeah, like, Ryan, are. like Gabe has like Ryan Presley on him. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, there are those uh, multi inning relievers that uh, are, you know, like Josh, Josh Hader. But, yeah. I mean, obviously he's competing for saves a little bit too. But yeah, there, there's some guys because, yeah, just because the free agency is so rough. Yeah. Some of those, you're better off picking up some of these, you know, relievers, long relievers. Yeah. To boost your ratios. Yep. It, it, it just, yeah, it depends how your team's kind of like formulated and what can, and I think maybe that's what Gabe's doing. He might sacrifice a little bit in quality starts and Ks, depending, but he could also adapt depending on the team he's playing against, yeah. but try to really get locked down just quality pitchers. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I'm not afraid to do. I mean, if my pitching, if those bottom end pitchers I have are keep doing as horrible as they are, I might employ some kind of strategy that like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Whereas, you know, just keep my core top five guys like always pitching, then just supplement them with just good relievers. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than you know losing everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, you got to every week is a different type of like matchup, and you got to formulate your team to yeah. figure out how to best win. Yeah. You know, many categories you can. Yeah, I, I I love it. I mean, just to go back to the format, I I love the you know every day head to head. It just you feel like a manager. You know? Yeah. 
like you're setting a lineup. Yeah. And you, you know, you're you're looking at splits, you're looking at the opposing pitcher and the history and yeah. and everything and the ballpark and, and then you gotta look at your matchups. Like yeah. how you're you know, oh I need stolen bases or I need on base yeah. or yeah. I need K's. Yeah. So I, I just love that from a strategical standpoint. I mean it's it's great. Yeah. Uh the other matchup in my division is between my biggest rival in my division, probably uh Justin Field and Washington Senators and the Salt of My Lions. They are Five and five right now. Five and five. Yeah, it's a tight one. Uh, Chris, or I'm sorry, uh, Nick's team right now has 29 runs, 11 home runs, 29 RBIs, no stolen bases, with the 352 on base. Pretty good, except obviously stolen bases, really bad, but uh, four good categories. Yeah, I mean, not bad for considering he's, you know, by far the lowest spending team in the league. Yeah. Uh, Justin's hitting wise got and the Senators got 31 runs, eight home runs, 31 RBIs, five stolen bases with a 395 on base. Pretty good stats across the board. Yeah. Hitting wise. Yeah, hitting for hitting, yeah. Yeah. Uh so Nick's down two runs, two RBIs. He's up three home runs. Everything else is probably set. Uh the the five stolen bases and really good on base for Justin. So it'll probably be hard for him to catch home runs. He could again being down three, but unlikely. Yeah. So I'm going to give that the Nick, but I'm going to give Justin stolen bases and on base right now. Going to pitching. Uh, somebody has who has? Are you on the page? Oh yeah. Who has two starters? Uh, Justin does. Justin has two starters, and Nick has zero. Okay, that's what yeah. I have. Yeah. And uh, Justin's chasing. It looks like eight Ks. Eight Ks. It's the same situation as me, basically. One quality start. Um. So Nick's got 74 Ks, 483 ERA, a 1.29 whip, four quality starts, zero saves. So again, zero saves. So just like stolen bases, really bad. The other ones, kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, four quality starts and 74 Ks are with no starting pitchers going today. That that's like ending kind of bad. Mm-hmm. So Justin should probably take Ks, I would guess. Um. Yeah, being that this matchup's five five, it really could swing. I mean, being that yeah, Nick could recapture some of those hitting categories, and then Justin could recapture some of those yeah. pitching categories. So yeah, could go I, either way. I think Justin's going to win, and he, again, he it, it could be a big win, it could be a small win, or it could be a Nick win. Even uh, I kind of got it going, maybe Justin's way a little bit, you know, maybe like a six three or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, just that's it. Yeah, yeah, just given that Nick doesn't have any pitching, yeah, yeah. kind of hurts him. Whereas, it, yeah, Nick would have to you know catch up in the hitting and yeah, hope exactly. that Justin has a bad pitching day with those two yeah. guys. Yeah, and, and I like Justin's hitters like going head to head for today. You know, if I was betting on one team, yeah, exactly. So, uh, top performers for the Lions, Baez. You know, you know all about Baez. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that guy. You really liked him. You wanted to keep him going into last year. Yeah. But then you thought you could throw him back and draft him, yeah. and then Nick really bid you up on it. Like, you thought you were going to get him for, like, hardly anything again, oh, yeah. and then it went to, like, 30 bucks or yep, something. Nick had other plans, so yeah. I did not get Baez back, and, of course, it was when he had an MVP caliber season. Yeah. So that stings. But... He's doing really good again. Yeah. Uh, six runs, three home runs, five RBIs, 524 on base. Max Kepler's hitting really well for him this week. Five runs, three home runs, seven RBIs with the 381. Uh, it's nice to see uh, Nicky Castellanos with a couple home runs this week. Yeah, he's finally heating up. Yeah. Mike Miner was having 17 Ks this week at a two-start week already for him with uh, 346 ERA and a .85 whip. Uh, Marcus Stroman, a nice game, seven Ks, uh, no runs, 
0.43 whip. Uh, same old, same old story for uh, Justin. Uh, story has a good week. Seven runs, two home runs, five RBIs, one stolen base, four three four three five on base. So just across the board, putting up numbers. Yelich, here he is again. Uh, three runs, one home run, three RBIs. Oh, he didn't hit that many home runs? Oh, here's three stolen bases. <laughs> yeah. 474 on base. Uh, David Peralta with a home run, eight RBIs, five runs scored. And then Max Scherzer doing it again, 10 Ks, 257 ERA and a .5 whip. Yeah, so just Max being Max. Yeah, uh, you got you know he got top performances out of his top players. Yeah, it's almost amazing that he's not doing better in the league with all these guys that he has. So. Yeah. Um, again, he's just kind of weak, probably after pitching after Scherzer. He's not. Uh, yeah. You know, you got to be you, like you were saying. You got to be. It's good to be good across the board. You don't want to just rely on like a you know just offense or something in certain offensive categories. Because what if you don't perform in that category? Like yeah. it's, it could be a bad week. Yeah, because then you're getting swept by just mediocre pitching categories. Yeah, that, yeah just canceling out your good hitting. Yeah, so he's got a lot of uh, again really good hitters, but he's going to have to do some work on his pitching. Um, I think going for the season. All right. Uh, Got through the some more history. We got through all the divisions, all the matchups. Uh, anything else you got left for us, Kamish? Huh? Uh, for fantasy? Yeah, not too much. Just uh, take it easy on me, guys, this year. Oh the yeah, tra- <laughs> the trade season opening tomorrow. Yeah, let uh, it be. Yeah, by the time anybody hears this, it'll be trade season. Oh, yeah. uh, good luck to everybody. By by time you guys hear this, according to Chet yesterday, uh, Roberto Zuno will already be on the auction block. Oh yeah, well yeah, the uh, best closer in the league. He has five pitches. If you guys didn't know that, <laughs> according to his owner, so I'm sure he'll let you guys know. Is he going to be sold, or do you think he'll be traded? He says uh, he's going to be put on the auction block Monday gonna, morning. Monday morning. I can't wait. I yeah. hope. I hope by the time you guys hear this, that it's already he's already out there. Yeah. So no rest for the commissioner this year. All right, if you haven't listened to the other episodes of Back to the Future Fantasy Baseball, please go give them a listen and catch up. All right, see you fools later.